The future of project management is changing fast. On Projectified with PMI, we'll help you stay on top of the trends and see what's really ahead for the profession and your career. For an easy way to stay up to date on Projectified with PMI, go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music or pmi.org slash podcast. Hi, this is Tegan Jones. Welcome to a special episode of Projectified with PMI, recorded at the PMI EMEA Congress in Berlin. This year, presenters and attendees were focused on the future of project management. I had a lot of great conversations on this topic at the event, including one with John Daly, a director for Cisco Systems in Jacksonville, Florida, USA, and Hank Van Heusteen, a senior program manager for Deloitte Consulting in Cape Town, South Africa. Let's hear what they had to say. This year at Congress, we're talking about the evolving role of project management and how the way that we work as a whole is changing due to digitization. So I'd like to start by looking at the big picture. In your experience, what digital trends are really making the biggest impact on how project teams work together? Let's start with you, John. Yeah, so when I uh, look at that, right, when you look at the impact of digitization and, and kind of project managers and project teams, there's really two main things. One is uh, the customer demands are changing. Right, so as the customer demands are changing, requiring outcomes as opposed to deliverables, uh, experience over necessarily price, what we're delivering to the customer has to evolve and change, and that requires a different focus for our PMs. And then on top of that, when you look at digitization, it impacts the technology and solutions that we as project managers will, will use, right? So more immersive collaborative solutions. We're seeing a trend where you have a lot more global teams working together as opposed to teams that have to be co-located in the same area, um, which leads to a lot of positive um, and, and negatives. So the positives can be a lot more diversity, um, but you know there's some negatives there with uh, having teams that necessarily aren't co-located in the same area. But um, we're seeing a lot of trends in those two spaces from digitization and from my perspective. Yes, uh, I, I agree, particularly on the last point. I mean. In, in the past, perhaps, uh, working with teams that aren't co-located, so virtual teams, offshore work, is often driven simply by um, price, uh, price differentiators, getting uh, projects in done at a lower cost. Um, but now, increasingly, it's simply, it's simply about skills. I mean, the technology is moving so fast that the likelihood of all the people with the right skills living in your town is, is, is pretty low. So, um, so it's become critical to be able to work productively and effectively with teams all across the world. Now, the, the irony is that while many of these teams are perhaps expert indeed in implementing some of these new technologies, despite having fantastic collaboration tools out there, it's often quite difficult still to use. Not because of the tools themselves, but because of the organizations in which we deliver particularly large organizations with established structures, may uh, put block blockers on. There could be boundaries uh, on actually using those tools across the fence, so to speak. So you could have pockets that use these tools well, uh, but the ability for full teams to integrate across the globe is often quite challenged because of security and, and other concerns. So that will need to shift as well. How does digitization or technology, how is that helping or changing the way that that decisions are made, especially in an environment when they need to be made faster? Yeah, it's a good question, right? And I think when you look at it, there's really a couple facets. Number one, decision making is faster because digitization is a catalyst toward requiring you to make decisions faster. 
because if you or your organization aren't agile or you're not making decisions at a faster rate, a competitor will come along that will and they'll dominate uh, your industry. And we're seeing that all over, right? And, we, and this is a bigger challenge, I think, in larger companies where startups are popping up and be able to be a lot more agile, make quicker decisions and, and respond to customer demands. So one thing is I think digitization is a catalyst to that, but I also believe that there are solutions from a digitization perspective um, that enable teams to collaborate faster to make those quicker decisions. But again, I think the stronger point is the fact that it's a catalyst to you have to respond quicker, otherwise uh, you're going to be disrupted. Yes, and I think uh, certainly with, within teams, um, the use of tools and technology to make uh, decisions faster in order to get the work done. I mean, that's something I think we've become quite familiar with. And these, and this does not necessarily have to be uh, sophisticated, latest cutting-edge collaboration tools. I mean, the good old uh, WhatsApp group on our, on our phones has probably had more impact on how teams rapidly move through their day than, than anything else, else I have seen, to, if one is honest. Um, at an organizational level, you know, when you, when you speak about the type of uh, drivers for fast decisions that, that John spoke about, which is that you almost really have no choice. The customers demand that you have to respond. I think there, 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 there we have bigger challenges uh, because in the first place um, the organization that has to make these fast decisions, as fast potentially or close to the way startups can do it, will have to understand that the risk of not making a decision is in fact bigger than making a, an okay decision in itself sometimes. And that cultural shift is going to be key. And that has nothing to do with technology, of course. That is a, a different way of thinking about the world. So what about problem solving? Is digitization helping teams identify problems faster? Is it helping them solve them faster or in a more innovative way? Yeah, I would say when you look at what digitization is going to bring in terms of automation, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, um, predict predictive analytics, what you're going to see are a couple things. One, you'll see uh, proactive problems identified um, and potentially even solutions proposed before we even as humans identify them, right? That's that's kind of the, the beauty and the, the benefit to having automation and AI. So I think you're going to see, absolutely see acceleration in that space in terms of not only identifying, hey, here's a problem that's coming, but also here's here's a potential solution that can solve that. Yes, and I, and I think there's uh, that's something that I, I look forward to uh, quite a bit. I think a, a huge amount of... Uh, energy is still spent on projects and programs to understand where we, at, where we are at any given time of the delivery. Um, so lots of effort in tracking, measuring, and in doing estimations, and, and none of that always that, that accurate. So um, the ability to actually process project data better, interpret it faster and smarter, and actually to, to, to leave that to machine learning to do, I think would take a, a big burden off project teams, allowing the teams to focus on the real problems, the real creative stuff that they need to do. And what are some of the skills that people need to be able to develop in order to take advantage of this new technology on their projects? Well, I think in the first place, you all, everything we just discussed is good and well, but you need to be able to set that up uh, appropriately, right? So if we want these problems to be solved in a particular way, if we want our uh, project data really, whether it's performance, tracking, the outputs we do, velocity, things like that, if we want that to be analyzed smarter and displayed visually better so that we can make better decisions, we, we would actually need to, it's not going to do that on its own, we would need to do the upfront investment to set it up right. So I think one skill that we'll, we'll need in programs is the, the skill to do that smartly upfront. Uh, creating the right foundation for a program. 
Yeah, one of the other things I'd say, Hank made a good point earlier, right? He says, as, as we automate, we're going to be focused more and more of our time on solving problems or interacting with the customer, creativity, things like that. So what that means is what we as PMs need to look at our role and say, what are we really needing to do in the future if some of our job is going to be automated? Uh, and this is where like leadership capabilities and skills are going to be so important and so critical uh, because, we're, again, we're driving to an outcome. We're not, it's not about a deliverable. deliverable. It's about meaningful change to the customer and making sure the team is continually focused on that and understanding our customer strategy, how the project relates to that, um, and overall leading uh, our team to that to that destination is really going to be the focus of project managers. So we at Cisco, we're focused very heavily on leadership skills and soft skills because we know that's what's going to be prevalent and required uh, as we go through this transformation. And what kind of timeline are we talking about here? How quickly do people need to develop these new types of skills? So yesterday <laughs> is when you should have started. Um, th you know, this is one of these things you can't go to a a class it's not like a certification and in two weeks you understand the methodology and, and you're proficient developing soft skills takes a lot of time and a lot of effort if you go to a course for it you know you don't come out as a leader you come out with some tools and tips to help you develop yourself into leadership so you know making sure that you not only have the information you're continually reading how to how to develop these skills you have a mentor that can help you develop it you have post-it notes up on your computer to help you remember how to drive certain behaviors for yourself it takes a lot of time and energy to make this habitual. So I would say you have to start now because if you wait and you realize, oh geez, I need to be an effective leader, it's too late at that point, right? Because the, the, the transformation's already occurred and you're left behind, so start now. And indeed, these aren't things that you, that you can learn from a textbook or, or, or read. This is, uh, this is, these, these are habits that you have to instill and very much the right mindset that have to be brought to the table. I mean, the programs, the projects that we run now, uh, delivering these type of methodologies where so much is changing as we go along. Uh, they're fundamentally complex, so there's a lot of uncertainty, there's ambiguity. So as a, as a project manager in this age, you have to be comfortable with leading initiatives despite the fact that there is so much uncertainty in them. Despite the fact that there's technical complexity, perhaps there are multiple objectives and goals that change over time. And that sort of openness to, to lead work despite not really being having the type of control that traditionally project managers would certainly prefer to have, that is a, a fundamental mindset, uh, mindset change here that project managers will have to develop if the organization can continue to rely on them to deliver. So if they need to start immediately, what is one of the first things that they should do? How do they get started? First thing is that we need to understand this future world, or rather, the new future world. I mean, fantastic things are being published. All these trends, people are working on it. They're working on explaining it. As a project manager, if you want to be relevant to your organization or your clients, you need to understand that as well. But not only that, as I said, you need to be able to ask yourself whether you are the type of leader that can lead those type of initiatives. And, and the type of leader you need to be fundamentally as a problem solver. And so it's not about you personally, of course, solving those problems. They're too complex. But you being able to lead a team that solves problems all the time. And we need to look at the projects that we run as really a series of complex problems that a team is solving. And if we look at it that way, we make that mindset shift, establish the practices around that, uh, the right structures, uh, we will still be successful and project managers will continue to be relevant. Yeah, that's that's a great answer. And the one thing I'd follow up is say is you know make a plan. We're all busy. It's hard, right? This is a lot of work. It's not easy to schedule training and, and read and continually work on this stuff and self improvement. Sometimes our day jobs just take over. We can't let that happen. So make a plan for yourself. 
hold yourself accountable to that plan. And you know, the best way to learn that I found is once you learn something, train others about it, help others grow. You become an expert in that area just by helping others and you strengthen your overall team. So if, if you, frankly, if you focus on that and you drive that type of behavior, um, there's no question that you'll be set for the future. Perfect. I think that wraps it up really well. Thank you to both of you for joining me today, and I, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your time in Berlin. Thanks, Tegan. Thanks, Tegan. Congress attendees also weighed in on the evolving role of project management. Let's hear from Priya Patra, Program Manager for Capgemini Technology Services India in Mumbai, Dario Marandotti, an independent consultant based in Zurich, Switzerland, and Emily Kalman, a student at Algonquin College in Ottawa, Canada. Project managers need to evolve. Um, they need to keep doing what they are doing. Of course, the basics needs to be rooted. But of course, they need to evolve in terms of understanding the business, understanding the customer's problem, and later on maybe understand the technology as well. But the most important is to understand how people work together, how to get the entire team on board and align to the common vision through communication and collaboration. I think there are several dimensions in which project management is evolving. It's uh, fantastic uh, to observe that all the dimensions are sort of evolving by themselves and at the same time they are intersecting one to the other. One is certainly uh, agility and support to a more iterative type of uh, projects. The other one is uh, a lot of uh, evolution in terms of supporting new paradigm like uh, at least here in Europe is industry uh, for uh, 4.0. Another aspect is uh, the evolution of uh, requirements and business analysis, uh, even the evolution of tools. They are becoming more dynamic, more collaborative tools supporting not only the classical resource uh, allocation or or tasks, but also cross-collaboration across the team. I find just um, a lot of like huge um, macro scaled types of oversight will be very important for projects because in the weird projects that are going to evolve in the future, I find that there are ways to get lost in them very easily and if you get lost in them, you might not see certain risks coming around. For an easy way to stay up to date on Projectified with PMI, go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music or pmi.org slash podcast.